God in the state of mind Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time Football kids and movies about crime it's the of Hello and welcome back to Garden State of Mind, South Jersey's most melancholy podcast, episode 56. This is the only podcast that will not fat shame James Corden. I'm one of your hosts, John. With me here, I have Jeff. Jeff, how are you tonight? I'm great, Johnny Cakes. Why won't we fat shame uh, James Corden? We don't participate in any kind of shaming. And I'm assuming, <laughs> did, did you not hear about Bill Maher? Promoting fat shaming and James Corden's response to it. No. When did that wow. happen? I can't believe you didn't. I I want to say that it was probably – so it's Saturday night tonight, um, uh, September 14th. It was last night, Friday the 13th, I think, Bill Maher's episode you know, of his show on HBO uh, real time. And he said something I, – I, I, I'm going to misquote it, but – in a nutshell, he was trying to say that, you know, the only way to motivate fat people is to make them feel bad about being fat. And so James Corden obviously took offense to that. And on his show, you know, he had a probably about a seven minute response, which actually was, was kind of funny. You know, he mixed some humor in with his response. It was actually pretty good. He was just, you know, saying if if fat shaming worked he's like millions of kids wouldn't be fat in school he's like i would have you know a six-pack right now he's like kids have been making fun of me my whole life for being fat and and adults he said i wouldn't be fat right now so you know he said we do have a fat a fat problem or an obesity problem he's like i don't know that you know encouraging people to shame others is probably the the right thing to do so uh that that's what happened you'll you'll have to you'll have to listen to it yeah, all right. So, so James Corden is is I guess overweight or slightly, but I think he's chubby. I think what we're talking about is those huge obese people. I'm 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 going to guess that's what Mars talking about. You know, that are in line at McDonald's and fast food, and they're they're 300 plus pounds. I mean, is that normal fatness? No, that's that's uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape. You know, level of fatness. Like I'm going through like. I, I'm, I just found this stuff on Twitter, and I like to, you know, everyone's on Corden's side. I'm looking at this one guy. He says, "I was a fat kid growing up. I had to wear husky pants every day, enduring mockery and bullying." And I look at his picture, and this dude is as skinny as fuck. So, you know, maybe on some level, it kind of worked for this guy. Like these are the first, the first couple of people are all skinny people. Yeah, Someone- I saw like a model. I can't even remember her name. Responded. She's like, "Thank you, James Corden." I'm like, Thank you for what? What, what did he do for you? Uh, you you weigh 105 pounds. Yeah, I, I don't know. The 300 pounders. I mean, I don't know. Well, well, I think everyone agrees that those people need help. I don't. I don't think James Corden would disagree. In fact, he said there is definitely an obesity problem, and it needs to be addressed. And you need healthier food options. And I think honestly, if I would say you need probably more affordable healthy food options I, I could solve this problem right now if you want but let, let's let's not do that i want to charge money for that for healthier that food options no no, no a... cheap cheaper healthy food options cheaper how cheap does it have to be you buy a dozen eggs you hard boil them no your... that's not that, i don't know that that's what a, a an obese person needs is a ton of eggs 
don't don't you think they need to be eating more like uh, veggies and like quinoa and shit? <laughs> yeah, veggies for sure. But you know that are veggies uh, expensive now? Buy some carrots. No, depends ahead. on where you're going. If you want good veggies and, and good stuff, like if you if if you want to go to Whole Foods, that that's not gonna be cheap. Unless unless you have an Amazon Prime membership, and I, I don't think that uh. I mean, there's a lot of people that can't afford one. I, uh, what does this have to do with NFL football? No fucking clue, man. You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I only wanted to make a joke about fat shaming because I thought you were uh, current with the fucking times. No, I didn't I expect to have a whole goddamn dissertation on obesity in America and fucking healthy food options. But, you know, you well, provoked me. And the problem, the problem with with being fat shamed or being shamed at all is no one's no one's ashamed of anything. Everyone is free to be who the fuck they are. No one cares when they're wrong, when they're four hundred pounds. No one gives a shit. And God forbid we judge anybody for real and maybe make them a better person. <laughs> um, listen, look, I could talk about this with you all night, and I know that you have at least fifty A plus opinions. <laughs> on judging people and shaming them you've you've done it look i've done it but we we don't want to be that kind of podcast we just want to be an nfl slash eagles slash jersey podcast slash soprano slash scorsese yes i agree all right all right well, slash let's, kids. Let's, get us, let's get us started we i would love to get it started before we do our week two picks Actually, before we even get into any NFL, I just have a quick gym story because I want your opinion on this and how this would have made you feel. I think I know. So I'm, you know, I'm working out and I have my my Bluetooth, you know, Bose earphones in as one does. Sure. Listening to music, I, I you know, I don't listen to the music they play over the speakers. I got my own stuff I want to listen to, and it, they're very clear. They're blue. They stick out of my fucking ear. You know, they're not. They're not just stuck in there. You can see them. And this this bigger, older guy, I want to say, you know, I'm 47. I want to say this guy was probably like 57. He's he's working out maybe 10, 15 feet in front of me. He's on a bench. I'm on a bench. And, you know, I'm wearing a, a Phillies T-shirt. And he walks over to me and starts talking. Meanwhile, my music's at, you know, if, if it's like – up to a volume of 10, I'm at like an eight and a half. Right. Like, I can't hear shit. And all I see is his mouth moving, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, God damn it. So, you know, I have to pull out the one. I just pull out one of them. Like, I'm half committed to this conversation now. Sure. And, and he, I said, what? And he says, uh, do you know, uh, are the Phillies winning tonight? Oh, fuck that. So this was the other night. You know, I went. To, I wanted to work out... Um, I, I had to wait until Maureen was done work. So it was like like 9 o'clock, whatever. Now, let me ask you this. Who doesn't have a fucking smartphone and can just look at the – find the score in a matter of five seconds? How old was it's this guy? Like 57. Not that old. You know, I mean he was – my parents, my parents used their fucking phone. My dad's 70. They used the phones for everything. Listen, you're missing the point. Uh, yeah. You sounded you sounded pretty good to me in your Philly shirt, working out. <laughs> you know, kind of getting 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 a little sweat going. 
Oh yeah, trying... I was definitely in like a, a mid full sweat at that point. Yeah, he was just he was just trying to pick you up. That's all. I actually this was what I was getting to. There's so so here, let me finish the story. So there's uh, that. There's that and I said I have no fucking clue. Uh I didn't say it like that. I said I don't know. I said I you know, just cuz I'm wearing this shirt. I this is what I'm thinking in my mind. Just cuz I'm wearing this shirt doesn't mean I know what the fucking Philly score is at all times, but <laughs> you know, I just said, "Nah, you know, I I I wasn't paying attention. I was listening to something else on my way over." So anyway, so he's like, "Okay." And then he just continues, "I honestly could not tell you what the hell he was talking about but he kept rambling on for another 30 40 seconds something about the something about the phillies i think Uh so i'm like okay and i'm trying to like hey you know motion that i'm shoving the the other ear earbud back in and he goes hey so uh and he asked me for a tip on like a like a bent over row (laughs) with like the i know it sounds it sounds great so now it's not like a bent over like hey like a pri- like a prison bend over <laughs> it's not like that not yet he, not yet not in his mind maybe it's more like a like a 45 degree angle kind of a lean so he's like hey uh you know do you got any other any other tips on on how you know I could build up my back muscles right now like i'm i'm in i'm in decent shape right decent shape i'm not a bodybuilder by any stretch no not but right just, you know, yeah. I'm athletic. Yes. Indeed. This guy was probably three times the size of me. Tall clearly, or fat? No, just, I think just like he was like a bigger guy. Like I'm 185. This guy is probably like 225. And, you know, he looked like he works out. Yeah, he had, looked like he had some muscle tone. He's asking me for workout tips he and looked, like how how to build muscle in a certain area. So he now, looks like he, he's done the one of the most common back exercises in in the world. Exactly, and like he's asking me for a <laughs> variation of it. So I gave him one. I said, "Yeah, we well, just do this and twist your arm like this when you're pulling the weight up." But long story short, uh, I think I just kept it long. But in the end, this guy was definitely trying to hit on me, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, clearly, like he didn't come across like I, you know, I, I don't want it, this to sound the way it's gonna sound, but I didn't, I didn't think he was he was gay, until he started asking me for for weightlifting tips, and I noticed that the guy looks like he's probably been lifting weights for about fifteen more years longer than I have. Are you lifting weights on uh, Art Street? Where are you at? <laughs> um, Twelfth Street Gym. No, I'm at um. I'm, I'm in Cherry Hill, of course. So, <laughs> oh, you know, but what made it worse was it, it was nine o'clock at night. I mean, nine o'clock at night at my gym, Ooh. there was like a handful of people there. He did was you probably ask, hope did, he was probably you, hoping that he's going to be sucking me off in the locker room, you know, within the next ten minutes. Did you ask? Uh, did you ask the person at the front desk to walk you to your car? No, I can Where handle myself for, for crying out loud. I can handle myself. It's not not an issue with that. Hey, guess what? Um, good, good for you, Johnny. You still got it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not the way I want it, but I, I guess it is what it is. It's a curse, Jeff. Enjoy it. Yeah, sure. Just, you know, it's just a curse. It, enjoy it. <laughs> but enough about me and my exploits at the gym. A couple things on the NFL docket. 
Okay. Did you uh, now? I know you watched maybe half of the Panthers game on Thursday night, correct? Yes. Am I right about that? Okay. How how are you? How are you feeling about Cam Newton right now? You know, uh, I'll tell you how I feel about Cam Newton. <laughs> and luckily for me, I only lost one bet Thursday. While you lost two, I um. I think uh, I've had enough of Cam Newton, and I think the guy's done, whether he's hurt or not. Uh, You know, he he sucked me in for the last time. I know I said this last year. I know it. I know episode 10, this was was uttered by me, that I'm not going to fall for Cam Newton again. And (laughs) there I was Thursday night. This is like deja vu. And I have to say one thing. So this is what I want to talk to you about. Uh, Last Temptation of Christ. Do you mind if we discuss this for a second? Is this relevant, or it, it, it are you be. just fucking shoehorning it in like never before? No, it will be. I mean, you know, okay. first of all, our Scorsese fans know we owe them a whole bunch of uh, reviews, and then our Sopranos go... fans, uh, we we owe them right. some shit too. But we're getting there. We, listen, we're yeah, we're dealing with the new schedule. And, it's a process. Uh, it's a process. It's a journey. Um, <laughs> all right. I rewatched Last Temptation of Christ, and I basically just loved it. Okay, I thought it was really great. Uh, I'm a I'm a lapsed Catholic. I mm. don't really remember at the time, but first of all, we know going in that Scorsese is a Catholic. I mean, he's almost to the point of obsession in his movies. And he read this this book by this Greek guy. You know, it's been booked around for 80 years or whatever. And the guy is just speculating on how Jesus, as a human, would think about things or react to the trauma of his decisions and basically just you know not showing him in any you know of course there's nudity in the movie and there's all this kind of stuff but it's i don't if, if anything it made me almost start to believe how great what jesus has sacrificed even more because if he contemplated what he could have done it's even a greater sacrifice that's how i took it and uh, no, yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you agree with that, real quick? I do, I do. Yeah, and I guess we're supposed to believe, or we're taught to believe, or maybe from an early age in the Catholic Church, you're taught to believe that there's no way Jesus would have had those doubts, you know. But he did. But he did supposedly in the Garden of Gethsemane before he was crucified. Supposedly he had some doubts, and he was wondering why he was chosen for this. So. I yeah. love the premise of the book. I love I love yeah. the story. Yeah. And and again, you know, listen, if if you know, whoever the whoever the head of, of of the Muslim Brotherhood or somebody made a movie about Israel, all right, that movie's gonna have an agenda and it's gonna be mostly bullshit. This is a Catholic guy, Roman Catholic guy, that's just providing something that intrigued him about this book and the story. The rest of it was pretty true to form. Every you know, Jesus story you've ever seen, you know, miracles and the whole nine yards. So I started going down like the YouTube rabbit hole of behind the scenes of this movie and other kind of things. And I found this Oprah Winfrey show. And I and it reminded me at the time of all the Catholic protesting. Like there were protests at movie theaters and, at you know, whoever put the movie out, Paramount or somebody. And and you know it was a big discussion. Catholics didn't even hadn't even seen the movie, didn't want the movie shown, didn't want anyone to see it. And 
you know, and then there's some crazy, crazy comments on obviously Oprah Winfrey from her audience. She used to have like a Jerry Springer show. They would the audience would ask questions back then. And yeah, what I, were I, they I, saying I, in the audience at Oprah? Oh, they're you know, there's no way that Jesus would ever think these things because he was oh, God. You know, because they know because they know him exactly. They, it's you know, there was no. I mean, you know, it's the opposite of learning, the way everyone just just takes this and views this. Anyway, here's where I'm getting to Cam Newton. You ready for this? Okay, yeah, All we're right. cir circling around to Cam again. So the Catholic Church has a full-on onslaught trying to stop this movie. Meanwhile, they are in the midst of a 50-, 60-year process of hiding every pedophile in their midst shuffling them off to other other you know uh, other areas other countries in some cases or promoting yeah. them to the vatican you know they you know like no not one if i was you know molesting every kid i saw you know i would just keep quiet about most other things in my life if i not to mention if we persecuted Galileo to high heaven for saying that the earth revolved around the sun and we were so cosmically wrong about this, you right. know, for centuries, never said in my bed. I think they still haven't done an official like apology to Galileo. All I'm saying is, you know, this is all going on. Just shut the fuck up. OK, you're 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 hiding ped pedophiles all over the place. You were wrong about the earth around the sun. You never apologized. Just shut the fuck up about everything from day to day. You're still going to get your money from your parishioners. So wouldn't you say that that tactic is to provide a distraction from the the real problems, which are, you know, priests that, that did molest young boys or young girls? I mean, I think when they make a, a, they make a fuss about shit like that, it's just to distract us from th that, it, that type of issue. Perhaps. I mean, but they're waiting, you know, they're waiting around this one time for this movie to come out. And then they kept it basically shut down for years, actually. It took them forever to get it made. Right. I I don't know. I never understand well, their agenda. I mean, they make they, – they have take such hard stances on so many things. It just makes no fucking sense to me. Um, you know, they had a problem with The Passion of the Christ, I thought, with Mel Gibson's movie. Didn't of course, they? Of I think so. Why? That was like a, I, I mean, besides I, like ha having you know Satan uh, appear and and talk to Jesus or taunt him or whatever. Did you see Passion of the Christ? No, I didn't. Oh wow. Okay, that was fucking brutal. It was brutal to watch. I mean, whether you're like a Catholic or not, just watching, watching what people had to go through back then when they were put to death, and it was like you know you know fucking archaic time so yeah that was a it, tough one so i <clears throat> but anyway so I, this ties I, into cam if you play like cam newton just put on a navy suit for your press conference oh <laughs> you're talking about his outfit what the fuck yeah. was he was he wearing like a, a bead net or one of those fucking things that you like what do you have a scarf around his head i don't know just cut it the fuck i'd be so embarrassed being owen two at home Honestly, just put on a put on a navy suit, maybe a pinstripe if you want to go crazy, and just answer questions and then go the fuck home. 
You can't. I, I can't. You can't throw that outfit on after that game. You can't. No, no. I thought he was a cross between like Brando as Doctor Moreau with like Dwayne Wade. Th- that's kind of what it reminded me of. Like a really weird fucking suit, but then he had that strange shit going on with his head, and I think he had sunglasses on. It's listen. No one's stopping Cam Newton from expressing himself. Okay, if if anyone has to defend this. Just cut it the fuck out. You're a football player. Boy, I'm so, uh, you know, let's another shout out to the guy that wouldn't give him up his seat on the plane. Oh, I know. <laughs> that, that guy's a hero. He is a fucking hero. Thousand dollars. Get the fuck out of here. Get to the airport earlier. Well, he's probably putting on his fucking makeup and his crazy outfit. That's why he's late to the airport. Well, Cam was, he's like a, a daddy's boy, right? Wasn't his dad, you know, defending him when he first came into the league? Or I, I can't remember. It was almost like a Lindros and his dad sort of a situation. And he's just, I think he's always been babied and told that he's the best and told that he's great. And I'm sure in certain places he was the best and he was great. And he's even had some moments in the NFL. But he's never been an accurate thrower. I don't think he's ever topped... 62% um, completion percentage. And now I'm watching, I mean, just his throws are so off the fucking mark, and maybe it's the injury, I, although I thought his shoulder was fine, and I don't think tweaking an ankle is going to make you throw, be be so far off in, in your throws. But, <laughs> no, I think partly is he, he blows, and then he's probably somewhat injured. And, a- yeah, I, I don't know why he dresses like that after a fucking game it's because i guess he's trying to draw attention away from this shitty performance <laughs> so he's like the catholic church yeah maybe maybe he's fucking throwing smoke I, I don't know but he's just, he's just another bum from auburn he well he is a bum and Tide. i'm starting to wonder <laughs> you are yeah you're such a um you're, you're such an alabama fan man number one fan that i know yes so <laughs> Um, what about Rivera? I now you didn't see the end of the game. You didn't see what play they called. I mean, it was I. I you know, I I forget how much time was left. It was thirty seconds. I don't know, twenty seconds. You know, they had the ball uh, almost on the goal line, maybe a yard shy of the goal line, and it was fourth down, so it was fourth and one yard, maybe a half a yard, and instead of just giving it to Cam and just you know, just barrel him through the middle of the line just to get that first down, or or possibly just score. Um, they they sweep it out to. I think they it was almost like they ran some fake and then and then McCaffrey on a sweep, you know, uh, up on the left side, and of course he gets you know shoved out of bounds just before just short of the goal line, and they lose. It's just Ron Rivera, like they just make stupid fucking decisions and. I don't know. Maybe he just feels hopeless because his quarterback's Cam Newton. I don't know. Well, listen, it, <clears throat> he can't. Re- he's never recovered from the Super Bowl. Probably never will now. Same with Matt Ryan. There's mm-hmm. a little pre- preview of my Eagles pick. Uh, the, these these franchises just, they can't recover. They're not the Patriots. No, so I they mean can't, they can't. They can't get out of their own way afterwards. I guess I, I, I just feel like I'm sold this this story every year that the Panthers are good. 
by yeah. by by critics or by analysts, I should say, and I I don't see it. Like I know they made it to a Super Bowl, but I don't know. I guess it was partly the defense. I mean, they just had the right. So how the fuck did they make it to the Super Bowl again? Who the hell did they beat? I remember Cam had some good games that season. I I don't remember. I mean, how did that team, led by that quarterback, make it to a Super Bowl? I, I don't get it. <clears throat> so I gave uh, Last Temptation of Christ an A. Yeah. Yeah, that got... That, uh, I See, I, I'm a B plus on Last Temptation, which and, means I still liked it. Yeah. I thought the story, I mean, you know, it was the story was a story for the most part, except for the, the temptation part at the end, yeah. um, which was pretty, which is really great. And then um, I like the, I like the, they would do that overexposure technique where yeah. it was like that. I did that a few times. And then of course that, that famous scene of where, when they're raising the cross and like the, the camera is like attached to the cross. Oh, it's um, so crazy. Yeah. A lot of, that's was, that's true Scorsese style. Yeah. There was a lot of awesome stuff in there. I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed that movie and really want to watch it again. Well, it was entertaining, and I think you got great performances, too. The story's compelling. Plus, it's kind of a story that you know, but it's got the twist on it. Mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know how I always have these petty complaints about everything. And uh, this... You know what really stood out to me was like listening to Harvey Keitel talk like he did in fucking Mean Streets, <laughs> but he's supposed to be like an Israelite or whatever. It just was it, – it caught me off guard a little bit. I thought that they were going to at least try to have you know, some sort of an accent or, or talk as if you were maybe from that time period, but it just didn't sound that way. It well, sounded yeah. just like you were shooting it today. Those those film podcast guys said that that everyone sounded like they're from New York, but oh, did they? Oh shit, yeah. maybe that was buried in my subconscious. I forgot but, about that. But I, I I prefer that. First of all, it wasn't jarring to me. I didn't necessarily notice it. Uh, maybe Harry Dean Stanton seemed a little out of place, <laughs> but but um, I I I'd rather have that than that half uh, half a British accent that everyone does for just everything every historical event. It's a British that- accent. That's true, because that do, that wouldn't make sense either. <coughs> a British accent. Excuse me, no. I don't know. I just need some sort of broken English. I think would have helped. But then I, that that bumps me now when I see the you know the movie set in Germany and they have they're speaking English with a German accent. I mean, it makes no sense. I was I still have to finish the Great Escape, and like the German officers are speaking English. <laughs> and then, like, kind of an accent, and it's just, well, th- this is insane. That this doesn't even make sense logically. There's no reason this would ever happen. So it's just, strange. Yeah, just speak whatever fucking accent you are. I I'm, guess. I, I don't know. I guess I'm used to seeing, like, even in, well, Last Temptation of Christ, I think they did it all in, ah, uh, fuck, whatever that language. I mean, it was Latin. I think they did it in uh, Aramaic. That's what it was, Aramaic. I mean, the whole movie was subtitled. You mean the passion? Of passion the of the Christ. I'm sorry. Passion uh, of the Christ. All right, that's better. Yeah, that's fine. And that's that was pretty interesting that they did it that way. Um, but did you know I, that in in Jerusalem at the time they did have New York accents? No, but I don't know how that would be possible. <laughs> all right. So um, that's an A for me. I loved it. 
Okay. We can say that this was our last temptation discussion. Unless you have, do you have anything to add? No, I mean, I, what am I going to do? Dive into the theology of it? Like, I don't know that that's what our listeners want to hear. I thought the story was really interesting. Uh, you, you had the Scorsese spin on it, um, we, not in a in a gangster way. I mean, in his film style, the way he shot it, I uh, thought it was very recognizable um, from a Scorsese standpoint. Yes. And it was just interesting that he would do that movie. But I think that's what's cool about Scorsese is that he had those. Or he has these passion projects, and maybe they don't make sense when you think about it. But I mean, like, why would he want to do that? But clearly, he was—that was something he wanted to do. And he must have been, you know, he read that book, and I guess he was intrigued by the idea. And I have to admit, I am too. Yeah. To think I, about that. And again, as a as a lapsed Catholic, I appreciated uh, the idea of Jesus even more after watching that. It humanized him more. Yeah, I, it's, I, I, it's easier I like it. to empathize with someone that yes, uh, you know, he was God in human form. I ah, see. I'm getting all theological. I, so I, uh, I, I just really liked it. But I, I'm get. I will get there eventually. You're gonna doom the Eagle season. At this point, shall we, for them, shall we for them to lose or just just try to do it this week? You should probably do a preemptive, preemptive confession. I feel. You know, don't no no reactionary confession. Okay. Preemptive. I was going to... What? That's what most religious people do. They wait for something bad to happen, then they start praying. Yeah, well, that's just human nature. That, and not even just religious people. They, you know, it's like waiting till you're caught to apologize, you know, <laughs> to say you're sorry. You know, everybody, that's what everybody does. That's just being fucking human. Like 1% of people are proactive about things. Mm-hmm. I was gonna I was gonna get into a Cowboys discussion. I just don't fucking feel like it. Okay, you you do you object? No, although I do want to go on record again. I think we both, um, I you know, somewhere in the off season we were talking about Dak, and I think we both agreed that he's middle of the road. Definitely not as good as Carson, but um, I mean I'm not going overboard because he had a good day. Uh, but I think because I'm listening to other. Philly stuff and other podcasts and everyone just still hates Dak or you know just he doesn't suck like he's not and that was never our point I think we're on the right side of things there no I I agree with you no he doesn't suck I mean I think he's demonstrated he doesn't suck he made it to the playoffs last year he's shown what he can do with weapons so I mean I'm 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 good there from that standpoint that he's I think he he he's a decent quarterback but no, he doesn't have the skill set of Carson Wentz. I don't think he sees the field the way Carson does and sees plays developed the way Carson does. Well, I mean, I, I'm a, I am a little nervous that they finally figured out a way to run an offense with him. Well, yeah, um, so shit. Who's the new OC? God damn it. Who cares? They have a new offensive coordinator. Well, I mean, the the thing is... I would say he's probably the main reason why. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, that, I mean that's who it. Cares? Don't start fumbling around looking for his name. Well, right. doesn't matter. Just All right. Suffice it to say, it's a new OC. Well, it's okay. Kellen Moore. So, okay. you know, how dare you it's, try to shut me down like that when I'm that means a lot. I just quickly listen, Googling. I just listened to our podcast, and, uh, you know, I have to say, <laughs> there was one big, big mistake um, I'm pretty sure that I made. That we talked about for about ten minutes, and that was oh, the, which one? What? 
that the Patriots were given ten and a half. And there's a very, very good chance that I was looking at the first half line. Because that, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> and the game line is 19. Okay, yeah, uh, it is 19. I, yeah, I feel like I remember that, that conversation. Um, well, you know, look, we make mistakes, Jeff. Yeah. We, we, we do, but that's okay. We just kind of power on. doesn't matter. Can I say one thing I hate about the Cowboys? I don't know if, if I'm ruining your not talking about them idea, but... No, because this, this isn't where I was going to go with it anyway, so this okay, is good. What's up? All right, so Facebook, I don't know. I'm on some Eagles, a bunch of Eagles fans pages and Philly and all this kind of thing, and, and people are still rolling with the, the cowgirls and, yes. you know, like uh, Dak in a skirt or or, uh-huh. or here's here's the new the new cowboy, and he's a cheerleader, and it's it, it's just – I'm, I can't believe it's still happening today. Actually, I well, hate to be. Like, where does that come from? What? Are they are they a bunch of pu- where does that come from? Like, why are we saying that they're pussies? I think it's just as simple as saying just changing a boy to a girl. Oh but, yeah, we know some people that do that. So <laughs> yeah. so go on. But it's just I mean it's not funny and it's just kind of no. It's 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 embarrassing because it's just I, I don't know. There's other ways to insult them. I mean I, I don't know. It's just. It's still it's still going on. Stop. Well, all you have to do is talk about their, you know, recent history. Uh, I would say up until last year. You know, last year they actually did something. Prior to that, it really was a long time before or since they had been relevant. Um, you know, and they were the Eagles' bitch, for I would say, for years. But... No, I know. that You know, that's that lowest common denominator type of humor, low-hanging fruit, like... I, we don't we hate that shit yeah and everyone should cut it out well i hate that you have to be in order you know it's like your eagles fan card is taken away if you don't think that that's funny or if you don't participate in it yeah it, it, it's 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 very odd to me that it's still it's just still happening is it but, is it odd to you really yeah. i mean Perhaps, yeah, you maybe you're right. I mean, this is I, where we get. This is about the time we get up on our high horse. It's that point in the episode. Well, we we talk well, about how we're an elevated yeah, fan, right? How we're the best fans in the town. I know. Well, <laughs> I'm surprised. Actually, I mean, really, I am. I I am kind of surprised because on social media, you're not allowed to say old timey, you know, calling a guy a girl, and that's an insult. I mean, that's just not allowed anymore. Number one. Yeah, but no, in that in that group. You're going to be allowed. If it was just, I don't know, some open forum that wasn't necessarily about Eagles, then yeah, maybe someone's going to call you out. But in an Eagles fan page, you're going to be able to say that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, that's true. it's 700 that's level a... thought process. I'm trying to scroll and I can't, of course, I can't find any of the, any of the posts I'm trying to look for, but they're. Well, they're I'm... I think I know what they were, you know, cowgirls. And why is Dak wearing a skirt? Like he he doesn't come off as a puss to well, me. Maybe not, maybe not him necessarily, but uh, you know, oh, here's the newest draft pick and it's it's okay. like a, a bearded guy in a cheerleader outfit or something. And it's just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you love it. I mean, it sounds funnier the way you're describing it. What what's the, what what this doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> Funny how that was, that yeah. was fucking funny. <laughs> no, like, you know, 
I always liked when well, you're, nah, you're, all, shit. You're, you're, you're still chuckling away at that, aren't you? Uh, no, well, no, I was thinking of something else now as we're going on. Um, I always liked, Your you know, boyfriend? especially back when I used to listen to the radio. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, boyfriend. So, uh, oh, my my gym buddy? Your gym boyfriend. Is that what you're talking about? Is that what oh, you're yeah. still thinking about? Let's go. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Um, I always loved when they would just play the old Jimmy Johnson, <laughs> you know, how about them Cowboys clip, which can be so overplayed, but at the right moment, I still find it to be funny. That's one that they could go back to the well on that constantly, and I'll probably usually be amused just because I really did hate Jimmy Johnson so much back then. I don't know what that is. You don't know the how about them Cowboys well, in the locker room? I did, it was how, Jimmy. How are, who, how are we playing that derogatory orally? How how is that well, an insult? Typically, to typically it would be after a, a Cowboys loss. You know, if they got thumped by someone, if they got thumped by the Eagles, oh. if it was being discussed on the radio, they they would just pump that in. You know, they, they play that drop, and it's oh. you know, so that gives me a chuckle. Did I did it you really know, listening, listening to Jimmy Johnson. You know, shout that. And just remember what a horse's ass he looked like when he was, you know, shoving his fist in the air. How about them Cowboys? You know, that was the era where I really did hate the Cowboys. The Jimmy, the entire Jimmy Johnson era. I mean, didn't you? Sure. I, to me, that's just that's so weak. Like, like caring about the Cowboys losing and then playing a clip from when <laughs> they were winning three Super Bowls. I mean, I can't well, separate guess that what? clip from the reality of it. Then guess what? You're the number one Eagles fan in town. I've just been relegated to number two. Obviously, you're you're above it all. I get I, it. I was with a, an old friend, an old college friend this week. Mm. Uh, he's a he's a Giants fan, and I I mentioned That's something about uh, oh the new iPhone. I think again, Midnight Green. I said oh they're putting in the in the Super Bowl Fifty Two champion colors. And he's like, oh, would you shut up with your, you know, your one championship? I said, uh-uh, not one, four, you know, through the whole thing. He's like, I don't oh, care, right. it doesn't matter. No, he's a big Yankees fan. And I'm like, oh, all right, so what? How many championships the Yankees have now? One? This 2009? <laughs> no, no, that's World Series. That's how he parsed it, World Series championships. I'm like, oh, God, right. okay. So I got into that whole thing. Yeah, well, I... I I, I clearly I'm not on the same level as you are no, as an Eagles okay. fan, and in you know just appreciation of humor, you've really taken it to another level. <laughs> I feel honored to be on this podcast with you. Well, I'm a, I mean it's it's you know I'm a little more sophisticated than you are at this point. I I guess so. Yeah, that that's true. Hey, I'm, I'm I still you know I still soldier on. You're Seinfeld and I'm too close for comfort oh, on the comedy level. I don't like that comparison. You're out. You're <laughs> well, out. I was I was thinking Monroe. No, you're um, you're married with children. Wait a minute, married with children's not not horrible. Yeah, it had some good moments. It did. It was just kind of that silly. All right, you're Benny I, Hill. I, I I think that's a bad take that you just threw that out there. Married with children. That, married, that that's a decent show. Married with children wasn't good. It 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 was a decent show. It was it. Did it play itself out? Yes. But I would say in the first few years, that was it was a good premise. Uh, it was a good premise. I don't know, but uh, was it funny? Yeah, you're wrong. You're I just never wrong really, about that one. Yes, I, yeah, I, it was funny. 
I didn't watch it that month that much. That's that's but I'm saying that's lowbrow humor. That's for mm-hmm. you and all your cowboy haters. Congratulations. Yeah. Don't 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 lump me in. Just don't do that. That's that's wrong. I put in a lot of time and effort criticizing the, those people that go after the low hanging fruit. Come on. I've done mm-hmm. my due diligence there. Just cause I laughed at one how about them cowboys drop. That doesn't, you know, erase all the good work I've done to try to eradicate these dipshits in town. It doesn't help. Wait, it it I... doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt it. It doesn't help it. It's neutral. Where do I find? So, where do I let's find move that on. bearded man in the in the cheerleading outfit for you? <laughs> yeah. <Do> we... <laughs> as soon as you find it, as soon as you find it, could you text it to me? Text me that image. I gotta. I got to see this. I will. So um, one final thing before we get into picks, because uh, I know we, we don't want to drag on and on. We, we tend to get long-winded. Um, did you hear about Beckham calling out Greg Williams for, I guess, putting the hit on him? I did. Uh, yeah, you heard, so you heard about this story. How fucking stupid is Odell Beckham? Why am I even asking that question? Why would you put yourself in the spotlight the week you're playing this fucking guy? Like, his players aren't going to go to bat for him now that you're calling him out in fucking national media. You mean, uh, oh, you mean it's going to uh, make Odell's him a bigger target? Yeah, I know. It's a, I guess he already is, but I don't know. Maybe the, maybe now somebody does want to take a shot at his fucking legs. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, if he's thinking, if he's, I think it's just just regular anger at the guy. Um, based on what, preseason what, Beckham? game. What? What's regular anger? I'm sorry. You mean I Beckham think, has re- I think regular I anger? Angry the guy, not really putting much thought into it. Um, and even if he, you know, or, or the what, whatever thinking he could be is like, all right, like let's get in an official's head that these these guy, this guy was the bounty guy, and right. know, maybe he'll get some favorable pass interference calls. That's an interesting take. I guess that's possible. Greg Williams um, is a loser. Well, what's more interesting is that Williams like denies that any of that ever happened, <laughs> even though he was like suspended indefinitely when he was with the Saints. Yeah, and he was a crazy man last year on on Hard Knocks. Like, yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, his whole coaching style is just I'm yelling, so that means I'm good, you know I'm tough. Yeah, he's one of those guys. I think he's just a mean fucking guy, and he's an asshole. Like, he definitely just seems like he's a dick. Um, I can't imagine the, the the guys that are telling Odell like, yeah, he definitely did that to you. You know, these are Browns, you know, defensive players who were there. They probably just fucking hate Greg Williams, and they're probably playing it up even worse because they just want to throw the guy under the bus. And they know Odell's gonna go public with it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I just thought, number one, I just thought it was kind of dumb for Odell to go out there and bitch about it the week of. But maybe I'm gonna, your point. I'm an Odell maybe, fan. I don't, I don't mind that. Well, I, mean, I am too. But he, he's, I still think he's a fucking idiot. I'm a fan of his playing. I'm actually shocked that, that, um, that Greg Williams still has a job, actually. I forgot he was the guy, the bounty guy. I guess underneath it all... <laughs> oh man i wish i could put that picture you just sent me up on 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 the website <laughs> well, um why not 
Uh, I just I don't think I will. So uh, I don't. I, I guess underneath it all, Greg Williams must know a little bit about defensive strategy. I mean, that's that's the only way he could hold on to a job. Right, yeah. Nobody could possibly like him. <laughs> no, no, and he was not in the running for that job, the head coaching job either. <laughs> that's a guy where you understand if his fucking family hates him. Greg yeah. Williams. Yeah, yeah. So. All right. Are you ready to go with uh, your picks for this week? I'm ready. I'm ready. And, any thoughts about – um? Uh, never mind. F- fuck Thursday night. I don't want to talk about it. Oh. Uh, I, I got annihilated picking the Panthers in every way, shape, or form. In our Pick'em League, uh, just here on the podcast, I fucked up with them. I'm done. I'll <laughs> never – listen, I will never bet on Cam Newton again. No. You better believe it. And I I, war- I warned you in that pick'em league, thir- the the Thursday night games are tough to pick. Yeah. It just, and yeah, you you really put yourself in a big hole. And I'm mad. I, I pick, I'm mad. I picked the game. I picked Carolina yeah. also. I figured they would win. <laughs> I'm, but I'm I'm really done picking the Thursday night games until I have yeah. to. Oh well, I fucked up. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I'm a beginner in that league, so I'll learn. Um. All right, well, why don't you kick it off? I feel like I kicked off last week. <clears throat> okay. Where do you want to go first? I am trying to think if I want to do all of these. I'm going to start I'm going to start with an under, a first half under. A and, first half under. Yeah. And it's going to be Rams Saints under 26 and a half. Okay, Rams Saints first. So first, first half, half under? under, yeah. Twenty six and a half. So fourteen thirteen would screw you. Wow, I don't. I really don't like this under. Okay. Um, in fact, I'll take the opposite side. <laughs> so, so right. Ra- uh, so Rams Saints twenty six and a half. Yeah. All right, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna keep track of these, right? Yes, of course. You always do, so I'm relying on you for that. Uh, okay, well, what what's your rationale there? My rationale is I just I just think it's going to be another slow start. I don't like New Orleans on the road. Uh, I'm actually picking the Rams as well. I might as well just jump right there. I have the I have the, you know I think I think I'm going to pick against New Orleans. They're my new favorite team to pick against. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. Just there's such there's such a bunch of babies. I wish they lost the other night, but I'm glad we bet against them at least. <laughs> um, you know, they're now they're all in the stands, where wearing referee. Let me let me ask you this, even though I know the answer. Would you ever one wear a referee jersey, paint your face? Paint your face gold and then incorporate a huge whistle on top of your head with glitter <laughs> like Mardi Gras. Would you ever in a million years go to a game like this? I'm upset that you even have to ask me I know. that I would I'm do, just kidding. Did, did, whether yeah, or not I, I would just, do these things. I see it to be brought up. And they're wearing right. referee jerseys and, of course, they have to bedazzle them. It, what, well, what? Yeah. You have to hit the fucking dollar store and get your plastic fucking pearls 
and uh, what do they do? Fucking crazy glue them onto their shirts. I don't know why. You know, fucking New Orleans. It's the only thing it's good for is fucking drinking. I I I don't have the same hatred. Just or I don't want to say hatred. You're you're very anti Saints. I'm anti Saints. I'm also anti Rams. So that cancels. They they cancel each other out for me. I'm sick of hearing about McVeigh's genius and how good the fucking Rams are. Aaron Donald's the best player in football. I hear it up and down all week, no matter what the fuck I listen to. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. I, you know, neither. Well, I mean, look, Breeze has proven it. The Rams have proven nothing except that they could get their asses fucking whipped in the Super Bowl by by Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Although I wouldn't say Brady whipped them, you know, but the fucking Patriots beat their ass. And I don't know. I I see Breeze staying upright in this game. I think the they're the Saints offensive line is fucking amazing. Thomas and Kamara are gonna be all over the fucking field and Jared Goff is shaky. That's that's basically my take on the game. I'm actually taking the Saints plus two. Oh. Alrighty. Yeah, so you and I are diametrically opposed on this one. Even on the first half under. I think there's gonna be scoring in this game. Alright, so this this is a referendum on sophistication. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> What's your next pick? Uh, I love the Bills minus two and a half against the Giants. I think that um, Josh Allen's okay. Giants defense is trash. There's no Sterling Shepard. And the Bills defense is tough. And I think that they're going to capitalize coming off of that win against the Jets when, in theory, I don't think the Bills should have won. I'm uh, pretty sure Josh Allen had – did he have – did he have three picks? Two picks? I know. That, I thought they had three turnovers. I think they had three turnovers. Um, I don't know that they were all picks. And they still managed to, to win that game. I think against the Giants. The Giants, I, I know this should be like a uh, a bounce back for them as well. But they're just not good enough to have a bounce back. So I'm okay laying two and a half. It's not three. And I'm happy about that. I, I was very proud of myself for picking the Bills and the pick and pull. Uh, the pick and pull, by the way, is just straight picking straight up winners. If anyone's in uh, curious, yeah. uh, I <clears throat> I like their defense. I love that they're going back to the Meadowlands for some reason, and uh, <laughs> I, yeah, the Giants suck. I I'm not sure if I'm necessarily picking this, but uh, I agree with it. I agree with it a lot. Okay. The Giants. Right, the cool. Giants probably should be you should be, you should be picking against them every week. You should be. I thought for if if they had Sterling Shepard. I would give them a, a fighting chance. It's just that having one less option for a quarterback who really needs a lot of fucking options is not good. I don't, you know, Eli's already hopeless. I don't know how to. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take the Bills. I don't know how the Giants even break ten. <laughs> well, they have Saquon Barkley. They have Saquon. I think that's how they break ten. Mm-hmm. And Evan Ingram. You know, they have a decent tight end and a really, really good running back. What are you talking me out of the pick now? I no, like, no, no. You're, you're. T- I'm not talking you out of the pick. You're saying that I don't see how they get to ten points. I think that they have the potential to score. I just don't think that they're going to be, you know, within two and a half. Well, two and a half. They're not going to be within two. How many did they score last week? Oh shit! I don't know. Against the Cowboys, yeah. wasn't much. I don't think. No, it wasn't. I like that. I like that first half under. By the way, twenty-two and a half. Jesus Christ, that's. That's, sure. That's a bargain. 22 and a half. 
Yeah, wow. I like that too. Mark that down. I will mark that down. Mark that down. We're both going under 22 and a half. That's a good bet. Good bet. It is. All right. So far, so good here, except for uh, our disagreement on the Saints-Rams. But where you want to head to next? Um, I think this one we could disagree on. Okay. I like the Vikings getting two and a half in Green Bay. <laughs> uh, this you is picked the right one. I'm get, I'm betting against your boy. He's done. Uh-huh. He sucks. He won't be able to score against that. Someone's been telling me about how great the Minnesota defense is for a long time now, and mm-hmm. uh, I just uh, I like the I like the Vikings here. I think it's been one week again. Week two is is almost as hard as week one because. It's hard to overreact and underreact and who knows, but this seems like the perfect way that this Minnesota Vikings team should go about its business. Let Kirk Cousins throw 10-yard passes, let Dalvin Cook run all over the place, and then let his receivers run after the catch. Game plan mm-hmm. solved. And okay. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's stymied by pedestrian defenses, not to mention one of the top five in the league. Well, I think it's early on in the season. They're figuring out their offensive game plan. And look, maybe it doesn't work out and Rodgers just goes off the fucking script as he has done for the last five or six years. And, you know, things go to shit quickly. I don't know. Week two in Lambeau, I'm going to give the edge to the Packers. I like them laying two and a half. Um, I'm relying on the Green Bay defense with that pick. I like as capable as I think Kirk Cousins is, I you know I'm not in love with his talent. Like I think he's good, and I understood why Minnesota wanted him. I just didn't think he was worth as, as much money as they gave him. But you know Cousins threw like ten fucking passes last weekend. Um, not that they needed to do more than that, but I I think against Green Bay they're going to need to do a little bit more than that. And I I just like that the games in Lambeau week two. Um, Guys are basically healthy. Green Bay defense looked they defense looked, did look really good last week against the Bears, so um, that's why I'm taking the Packers minus two and a half. So <laughs> that's fine. We're on opposite sides of the fence there. I think Breeze is starting to suck now too, and that's another reason I don't like him on the road. On, uh, Breeze, on well, he, he he doesn't historically play well on the road. He doesn't, but he also doesn't need to fuck. He doesn't throw the ball very far downfield, and he's got Kamara no, he and and Michael Thomas. You know, he has two really strong weapons there, and he doesn't need to chuck the ball downfield to get to them. Thomas never goes deep. The Ted Ginn is like their deep threat, and I don't think he's the key to the Saints <clears> winning. <throat> I think it's Thomas and Kamara, and Goff having a, a weak outing. That's also what I'm banking on. Yeah, that's, I mean, of course that's a possibility. Yeah, there's some, you know, there's some sense made there. All right, so why don't I take on the next one? Um, oh, God, I don't want to go there yet. How about uh, the Lions Chargers? Where do you land there? Do you have an opinion? This is potentially one of my picks, and it's the Lions. Okay, likewise. Uh, I'm surprised we're on the same side there. I'm going off of your your narrative of the Chargers' early season mishaps. I, I do think the Lions' offense it was pretty good last week. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Stafford is feeling a little bit better, and he's going to play better. He's got a lot of weapons. 
And uh, I think that's the only reason why it's the, the Chargers, you know, early season foibles and, and, and the Lions looking half decent last week. Yeah, we, you know, we think the Lions are a joke, but I, I'm sure, you know, internally are like, all right, the season's not over yet. We can still be one on one at least. You know, <laughs> right. they looked good. I mean, I gave credit to the Chargers last week, but maybe I was a little bit wrong giving them credit. They shouldn't have allowed that game to get to overtime. I mean, uh, yeah, that was a joke. But now, you know, Hunter Henry's hurt, and yeah, th- this is definitely a, a Chargers September pick for me. Is why I like the Lions here, and you know, the, the, this could be tricky week two. Uh, putting your, putting any faith in the Lions, but they they looked good last week, good enough, I guess, for them. Yeah, I mean, you know. It was against the Cardinals, so that doesn't make me feel too good. Cardinals secondary is depleted. I think Patrick Peterson was injured, so, you know, whatever. The Lions still look okay, and I do think that the Chargers just, uh, they they trip up this week. A stutter step, if you will. Yeah, I could see for, that. For, for Phillip Rivers and company, so. Unless Austin Eckler is going to score, like, fucking four touchdowns, and maybe that happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, the, I don't know how good the Lions run defense is. So, all right, so Lions plus one and a half, both you yeah, and I. I'm, I'm with you there. Okay, all right. I either have one or two more picks before the Eagles. Um, yeah, I got I, two. You, all right. I think I think Jacksonville plus eight and a half. Yes, it, really. I'm right there with you. Uh, I, you know, it really, I really love Deshaun. Watson, uh huh, and I loved watching him play, but uh, his defense is still, you know, subpar. Not his good. Offensive line is not up to snuff yet. He got sacked six times. Yes, I'm not. Although I threw in the towel a little bit with the Jacksonville defense, I'm just not, I'm going to retract that a bit and say they're not going to get destroyed. They'll, they'll put a better effort. I think uh, Gardner or whatever the quarterback's name is. I think uh, Gardner Minshew, my friend. Yeah, um, you know, maybe this guy's just calm enough to just say, "All right, let's just kind of not necessarily the ship needs to be righted," or but he's. He, I think he can, he can be a professional quarterback here. This guy's. Got, I think this guy's got balls. This Gardner Minshew. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say he's like a. Um, uh, who's that jerk? Who's that jerk off that played for uh, the Browns? Who was in and out of the league so fucking quick? Manziel. Um, yeah, he's not a Manziel, but he, I, I, like, I don't think he's cocky in that way. I think he's just a little bit quirky. He's, you know, his name's Gardner Minshew the second, and there's no Gardner Minshew the first. Yeah. So he just. Did you hear about that? Yeah, that's funny. I forget which podcast I heard that on, but so they called that out. And then somebody else said <laughs> he stretches either in completely nude or <laughs> so fucking weird. Why he would share this with anyone, I don't know. But when he does like his pregame stretches, he has to stretch in the nude uh-huh. or with his cleats on and fucking underwear or something. I just found that to be odd. And I think that this guy's just a little bit ballsy putting stuff like that out there about himself. I think it just shows that he's he doesn't give a shit. And I think this is his one shot, you know, to take the reins because they traded for 
some other asshole that they could easily throw in there if Minshew just starts blowing it. And he didn't. He was fucking really good last week, wasn't he? Like Minshew, I think he only had like three incompletions, and none of them were his fault. Yeah, yeah. He just he just he just came in and was throwing completions all over the field. And they have some talent, and and they have a really good running back, Leonard Fournette. And like you mentioned, the Houston defense is nothing to be afraid of. You know, I think you know you 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 texted me something about the Houston defense, and uh, I said that yeah, they they really could use a, a, a clowny type of player on that defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gee, if only they had had a player like that. And uh, you know, it's, uh, it's it's funny, but it's very true. I mean. <laughs> You didn't notice anyone on that defense. Drew Brees, I mean, you know, we look at him going down the field in three plays. We're like, oh, yeah, of course, it's Drew Brees. But I don't know, not 2019 Drew Brees. That shouldn't have been, you know, that simple. <laughs> well, this. he goes downfield at just like seven yards at a time. <laughs> you know, he, and I just don't think that the Houston defense looked very good. Now, look, Jags defense didn't look good last week either, but they were playing the fucking Chiefs. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know that I should expect anyone to stop the Chiefs. Right. Right. That That's, that, again, I, that's even more reason for the Jags here. Um, you know, it's a shame. I also texted you about Deshaun Watson, where I, I actually went to the Texans game last year, Texans-Eagles, and he was he was really dynamic in person. And uh, it, it's going to be a shame that they fuck up his career because – you know, it's like watching him was like what well, could have been with with Randall Cunningham if he had a you know a new age offense or anyone with any idea of how to have an offense other than Rich Cotite. Uh what we're gonna see is, and that's a good comparison. What we're gonna see is possibly is his career winds up like Andrew Luck, yeah. where he gets fucking sacked like nine times a game, um, or he God, takes he's... like too many shots to the head, or he fucks up his shoulder. Uh, I don't know. Still elusive, but then can get out of trouble and just throw darts. Like, oh, what a beautiful arm he has! Yeah, he's very exciting to watch. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a shame. It's scary that he's on that team. So I, I'm going to tell you to pick. I'm not going to pick, but I was thinking of here. Jack. Well, I have one more. Oh, all right, go, go ahead. I'm not. I like Cincinnati. Um, I. I I guess maybe they're Ooh. better than I thought they were. And I picked against them last week. Yeah. But I think they might be in the same boat as the Lions. Of like, hey, everyone says we suck. Man, eh, maybe we do suck. But we can we can be one and one at the end of this week. And then it's not the end of the world. And yeah, it's it, possible. And we're asking the Niners to go on the road first two weeks. Uh, but anyway, I didn't pick it. But it was, it was in my head. There's no way. Just as I said, I'm never going to gamble on cam newton again there's no way i'm putting any money on andy dalton one one impressive outing and i don't even think it was super impressive against the seattle seahawks who are always fucking up and down there's just no way i put any stock into that dalton could be right back at the bottom of the fucking trash heap in three weeks okay you have, right. an, you have another pick i do i have one more pick I'm going with the Raiders plus seven Ooh. against the Chiefs. It's it's dicey, I know. It really is. Um, but I think 
over the course of time, when the Chiefs play in Oakland, Carr tends to fucking light it up. And I do think that they're just going to have to keep throwing, throwing, throwing. They have weapons. Um, I li- I especially like the running back. I don't know if he could catch a fucking pass, but I, I like the running back. Um, uh, receivers seem to do an okay job. They got a good tight end. And the Chiefs have no fucking defense, man. Like, what? they can't stop anyone. No, I, this is... Yeah, this is just tricky because the Chiefs don't necessarily have to stop anybody and then they can easily cover a seven-point spread. They could. Well, you know that they're going to keep scoring. Like, the Chiefs are going to keep scoring. I don't think the Raiders have the defense to stop them. I, I mean, I so, think... So I, it's up to Carr to keep up. I think at You're best right. this game's a push... You know, but I don't, I don't see this game 27-24 Chiefs. Like, I don't think it's that kind of cover. I don't think that can happen. Okay. What's the um, the number on this game over under? 53 and a half. 53 and a half. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. 27-26. Um, yeah. I, I just... I think that the, the Raiders have to throw to stay in it. And, you know, I, I think that they have enough talent maybe to string together some touchdowns. So I like seven points. I, I'm, I'm good. I like, a, I like a shootout, and I'm just hoping and praying that the Raiders can half keep up. Okay. That could be that, a backdoor cover also. It could. That's, I think that's probably your best chance. You know? I could see that happening. Um, but enough about all these other teams. There's there's really only one game that we should care about tomorrow, and that would be the Eagles in Atlanta against the Falcons. What's your hot take on this game? My hot take is that I was way off thinking that this would be a signature win for the Eagles. Uh, I've already given up on Atlanta. I did this last year after week one when, when the Eagles beat Atlanta. I... Uh, I gave up on Atlanta. They're just uh, they're just done. They're just done. The Patriots just killed them, and the, you know then. But the, uh, there's just... well, wait, wait. Ryan was was good last year though. And when they have nine wins, eight wins. Well, he can't help you know their defense. I think that they were depleted uh, in their defense for like seventy five percent of the season. They had so many players that they were injured. Everyone has injuries. That's very true. I, I just don't think Ryan's done. I don't think he's no, done. No, I, I don't mean done like that. I mean done, I think, psychologically. They, they, they can't get over how close they were to being champions. And like, you think that they're still thinking about that? I don't know. These, these are grown men. <laughs> are they? Yeah. <laughs> Are they, oh, they, some of them are. They still count down and say, you know, a team on three. Is that a grown man? Is that a no? I think simple? I think Matt Ryan as like the third most or fourth most highest paid quarterback in the league is just thinking about, wow, I'm really fucking lucky to be playing this game and making all this money. I doubt that he gives a shit. I'm sure that you know if he sits down and thinks about it at night, he's like, God damn, I almost won that fucking game, but. You know, I don't think he's thinking about it tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, I think that they... 
I, I think this one's close. I think it's actually a shootout. I think it's a field goal win. I think our defensive line saves the day somehow in the second half. Um, I like that kind of a close shootout game in Atlanta. There's a lot of speed on both teams, um, so I, I just see and and I don't know I don't know much about the Falcons defense this season. We haven't seen them at all, uh, so tomorrow night we'll see them. But the Eagles defense scared me a little bit last week, the secondary. So I, that's why I, I can see the Falcons getting away with some with some scores and and keeping it interesting. Well, I mean, it, I mean, it's essentially a pick 'em. Eagles minus one, so yeah, it is. I mean, it is a pick 'em basically, so. Yeah, it should uh, be back and forth. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, I tell you what, I kind of like the first half under another twenty six and a half. Huh, twenty six and a half. I'm betting that. <sighs> yeah, you take so, uh, Sunday night football. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I I can't commit to, it's, to it's, the under in that game. It's still week two, and you know what? Uh, the past two games. That the Eagles, Atlanta's played the Eagles. They've scored a total of twenty-three points, something along those lines. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll believe it when I see it. If they break, you know, seventeen tomorrow night. Yeah. I. I, I you know. Okay. So it t- so it's twenty. Is it? Did you say it was twenty-six and a half? Twenty-six and a half. The first half. Yeah, I'm taking going under there. You're going under. I will. I'll probably stay away from that. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I. I think that number is pretty good. <laughs> Could go either way. Uh, you know, I. <clears throat> I kind of feel like. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking if it's. Uh, I'm thinking twenty four ten halftime. I'm not twenty four. Oh, not twenty four ten. I was gonna say. Wait uh, a second. <laughs> Uh, unders or over? What, no, what, what, what side are you I'm on? I'm sorry. I'm thinking of my my overall game. I'm thinking I'm thinking Atlanta gets ten. I don't I don't think I think the Eagles get close to thirty, like thirty one ten, thirty one seventeen is a final. All right. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be this close. You have a really low opinion of the Falcons. Oh, they were ten points. They were. I, I, the fucking Redskins were able to put up close to thirty on us. They were embarrassing last week. How do you how do you start week one, and you're supposed to be not even just in line for a division? You know, supposed to contend with the Saints for the division. I mean, you can't even. Uh, yeah, you have like pundits saying that you're going to win the Super Bowl. They're not even competitive in Minnesota. Uh, nah, I, that left a bad taste I, in my mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean. Minnesota's got a, a good defense, and Atlanta wasn't ready. Matt Ryan doesn't play well outside of the dome. He's just like Breeze in that way. He was in a dome. He, yeah, but outside of his dome, you know, away from home. His God. dome's different from their dome. God, <laughs> these guys are so sensitive. Oh, my God, for home, domes, for this, for that. God damn it. At a certain point, aren't you Matt Ryan with Julio Jones? Like just do something. Give me a fucking break. How come you? How come you can't just toss it up to this guy three times a game and either get two pass interference penalties and one touchdown? Why is that not happening every game? How difficult I think can that Hul- be? Julio gets fucking blanketed, man. 
And I just think every year he's just a little bit older and maybe a little less quick. And they gave this guy a, like the highest, gave him a new contract. Are they crazy? For what? Yeah, they are. They no, they are. They are crazy. That's you don't have fucking Howie Roseman there, calling the shots. Like there, there are a lot of front offices that make poor decisions. Like I, I like Julio as a player. But I don't think he deserved that. You know, in terms of the the market value, I don't think he deserved what he got. I'm happy for him. Yeah. But he's, I don't think he's worth that money. I'll go one better. A, Let's see if there's any player props. I'm gonna. We bet. should be happy about this. I, I, so I'm, 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 right now, I'm going to go bet him to not score. If I can. Julio to not score. Yeah. Well, he didn't score. Oh, you can't bet on that. God damn it. Why? It's only first, last, and two score. Okay. So you're saying he won't score? Yeah, but I can't bet on it. You can't You can't bet on him not scoring? No. no. Oh, you can only bet on that he will score. Got it. Right. Okay. Got it. You can't take either side of it. Oh, that's a shame. It is. That would be a good one. Are there any other interesting player props? For the game? Um, you want a player to score two plus touchdowns? <laughs> player to score two plus? Yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, if, if I had to pick any player to score twice, my guess would be... My guess would be Alshon. Yeah, he's he actually, he has the best odds. He's plus 700. There you go. Uh, well, yeah. De- Devonta Freeman is plus 450. He has the best odds. Then it's Alshon. Got it. Okay. Devonta Freeman? Yeah. They think that he's going to have a good game against the Eagles? I don't see it. Hmm. Total. No, pa- I, I don't see that at all. Total passing yards over and under for Wentz, 280 and a half. For Matt Ryan, 295 and a half. Yeah. I, I, I like that. Hmm. I like that. I definitely see 300. For both, uh, probably for Ryan. I don't. I don't think that Carson's gonna have to. Re- I don't think we have to rely on Carson as much as it. I don't think Devonta Freeman's gonna do anything tomorrow night, and I think it's gonna be all on Ryan's shoulders. Oh, here you go. And again, he'll be he'll 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 have some completions in the fourth quarter. Here's my bet: Julio Jones over under ninety four and a half. I'll take the under. Well, he can. He can kill us between the 20s, Julio. I don't know about that, man. I might go over. I don't know. They... Yeah, I think Julio goes over. So I'll, I'll take the other side of that one. Wow. Let me just confirm. You're really anti-Julio. You're anti-Julio. You're anti-Breeze. You're anti-Ryan. Hold on. I just Give me one second. Just vamp, okay. vamp for a second. I want to... Oh, I, you know, the one thing we didn't talk about while you're looking that up was I, and I was wanted to say how there's no way on earth I would touch the Pittsburgh Seattle game. No. It's like two, two inconsistent teams. I have no idea what either of them are right now based off of last week. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh looks like they could be in the basement with Miami based on how they played. And I know that that's not them. So yeah, that I don't, I don't know who could put money on that fucking game. Uh, okay, last year, week one, 
Eagles 18, Falcons 12. Yeah. In the divisional playoff game, January 2018. I'm just making sure I didn't dream these results. So sure. last year's game was 18-12. The divisional okay. playoff game was 15-10. to and Wow. Then yeah, well, I remember that one. The game before that was November in 2016. Eagles win 24-15. to And let me check the box score. The quarterback was Matt Ryan. Okay. Of the Falcons. And he had Devonta Freeman. He had someone, Jay Jones... M. Sanu, A. Hooper. Oh, Muhammad Sanu, yeah. Austin Hooper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of so, a lot of the same guys. It's on this fucking team now that I have to be terrified of that they couldn't break. Sure. So th- this is three. three where, where where did all those games take place? Where did all the uh, where where were uh, they? They were all in Philly. Touche. Okay. Exactly. Oh, all right. This is what I'm saying. 15, I think it's a different game points. in a dome. All right. Look, that the, the Falcons have speed. They got that fucking Calvin Ridley who can run like fucking 60 miles an hour. I mean, obviously, I'm exaggerating, but he's a fast little fucker, man. They're going to create – they're going to be a problem, I think, for the Eagles secondary a little bit. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I think the Eagles win this game. I just think they're going to be able to keep up a little bit better than in the past. All right, what's your score? What did I say? 31-17? What did you say? You said 31-17. Yeah, I'm more of like a 30-27. All right. So um, I'm closer. I I have the Falcons scoring a bit more than you. I guess I guess I guess I'm going over in spite of myself for the game. Oh yeah, what's the? I'm sorry. What was the number? The final? Oh no, I'm not. It's forty eight. It's forty eight. I mean, yeah, no, I'm, well I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That. The game. Uh, my my total is forty eight. The game is fifty two and a half. Oh okay. All right. So I'm five and a half above the the number. Uh. Or, or four and a half above, rather. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I'm excited for the game. I think the Eagles win. It, it I really don't want it to be a dud. Like, I, I don't want to watch two offenses not able to do anything for a whole fucking half. Like what I watched with the Eagles last weekend. That's true. Every, that these, was, these, these primetime games have been boring as fuck. I mean, the fucking Steelers-Patriots was awful last Sunday. I turned it off. That's I can't remember the last time I turned a Sunday night game off. Yeah. I watched them to the end every week. Last week I was like, fuck this. There's a million other things I could do. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't that think, was a bad game. I don't think that'll happen. I think it, you know, I think the first half will be close. Um whatever. Yeah, I'm excited. I, so, go birds. I hope the cowgirls lose tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, they pull up their skirts and show some sack or something. Yeah, cowgirls. VHS yeah, the the Super Bowl. How Super about Bowl. them cowboys? <laughs> ah. <laughs> now, it's funny what I just sent you, though. I can't find it anymore. <laughs> oh, they removed it? Because there was whole others, and it was like, instead of whatever caption I sent you, there was the captions are like, the Cowboys getting ready for training camp, and it's all like women dressed as cheerleaders or something. Uh, oh. But you love this 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 type of stuff, so. Oh yeah, you know I'm a bottom feeder, so anything like that's gonna make me chuckle. I gave it. There are three things guaranteed in life: death, taxes, and Romo throwing a fourth quarter interception. Right, that's funny. You know, it's it's true, really. 
Mm, yeah. It's um, a good play on an old saying. But, uh, yeah, it's all just so lame, all this stuff. Well, people are lame for the most part. That's why there's only like a handful of comedians that I actually really like. Not that many people are funny. Did you, uh, did you finish Chappelle? I did. I loved it. I loved it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. And Bill Burr, yeah. Bill Burr's was good, but not, just not quite as funny. So is that uh, Bill Burr in the UK? Is yeah. In Europe or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Bill Burr fan to a point, but he's a Boston guy, right? Yep. Yeah, he gets under my skin a little bit. He's got a severe hatred for Philadelphia, so just irritates me sometimes. But um, he's he's hilarious. Chappelle was great. Um, I just I I like how he talks about whatever the fuck he wants to talk about. Um, and and I get it, and I get his I get his humor. I feel like a lot of people don't get his humor. I don't These know. sensitive fucks. No, I think they do. I think they just they're just mad that it's so true. And that it's so dead on. So dead on, and it's awesome that the fact that he is just so uh just so uh bulletproof or not or he just can say it and not care and he knows it. He doesn't and nothing's give a gonna shit. hurt him. It's beautiful. No, what nothing's a, gonna hurt what him. What a what a freedom he has. Like he doesn't he's not gonna lose a career over this or anything, so <clears throat> No, of course not. Well, I mean, would it matter at this point? Imagine how fucking wealthy he is. And and of course that he's gonna sell out wherever he goes. There's there's no way anybody's gonna not want to air him. Netflix is gonna want to have ten more specials. I, I'm uh, actually with Dave Chappelle. I'm shocked that Netflix aired both of these because they're so they're so against what everything the left stands for. Yeah, but I don't. Do you, is is Netflix super sensitive? No, I'm just saying everyone is. No, what I mean is you. Yeah, I agree. You can't find yeah. you can't find anything that's conservative at all. And the fact that they're they're not just completely towing the far left line is amazing to me. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I I agree. I I thought that. Chappelle's uh, take on the way that he described LGBTQ <laughs> and his little, whatever you want to call it, parable. Yeah. It, just the way he told, you know, described the community and the differences. It was fucking ingenious. It was. And, and it, it, it was such an interesting way and funny way to talk about that community and to just poke fun, but. Not in a mean spirited way. I thought it was great. Well, I, and would any of them disagree with the with the stereotypes that he was describing? I don't know. No, it was fucking. And and the and and the awesome part was when he does the Chinese guy, and it's like you know what are you supposed to say because it 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 was just so perfect. It was so yeah. perfect the way he crafted everything. And well, I mean, this is the the silliness of of. Of society right now, everyone kills that that woman, the NAACP woman who was white, but she was passing as black her whole life. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, all she has to say is that she identifies as black, and then you know everything is solved. And you know, but this this is the world we're living in now, where you just you just want to say what you 
say what you are, and no one, no one, can, <laughs> no one can question it. That's I, right. I love yeah, so you when, can declare it, yeah. and it makes it so. Right? Yeah. When he declares he was a Chinese guy, oh my god, it was brilliant, fucking brilliant. <laughs> it was. It was hilarious. Um, I, I, I love his take on poor white people, and how poor white people love heroin. I thought that was yeah. that was pretty good, and that that was you know similar to crack for blacks in the eighties, I guess. And I don't know, man. The guy's just dead on. He and he's got great takes, you know, and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, the abortion one was pretty good too because in the beginning I was like, you know, I hate that, I hate that men have to shut up angle that everybody uses in real life, like you know, men aren't allowed to have an opinion on abortion or anything. And he started going down that road, and he completely like he fooled me too, and I was very pleasantly surprised with being fooled. He sucked you in. Yeah, he really did. It was great. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought that was a good special. Of course, all the fans loved it. All the critics hated it. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, do we talk Makes about perfect this? It's, sense. Like, it's like a zero in the critics, but like a 99 with, with, with the, the people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I re- after I read about three reviews of it, I stopped reading. Because I, I was just, this is so fucking small-minded. And it's just somebody who wants to be on the politically correct side of things, of course. Yeah. And they're saying he's going after, you know, the low-hanging fruit for comedy. And no, he's not. He He's so intelligent in the way that he crafts a fucking joke. What are you talking about? No, you can't. You can't. You can't really think that with this. I mean, so many people. It must be really difficult for everybody. Like, no one is honest at all. No one is really thinking this. No one watched that and didn't laugh. You can't. I know, right? What are they and, sitting stone faced? I mean, like, oh, that's lowest. Uh, th- that's low hanging fruit. I that mean, joke. you can perhaps be offended by certain portions of it, and if you are a, a, one of the L's or one of the G's or one of the B's, or one of the T's, yeah, perhaps yeah. you're offended. But you didn't yeah, laugh. You're probably laughing too. Yeah. Right. You don't find humor in it. I don't know uh, what's left. So when you think about it in comedy. You know, it's like everything's been done and talked about, right? Like, what do you want him to do? These are all things that are relevant in society. They're things that people talk about. If some of them are things that have been joked about before, so be it. These guys can't reinvent comedy. They, you know, they can only reinvent the way that they're going to tell or talk about these topics. These topics have all been discussed forever. And he's getting railed on for talking about lgbtq like that hasn't been a topic for the last fucking five years what do you want him to do he's gonna he's gonna provide commentary on these things yeah you know in in fact especially with burr coming back to back with kind of a similar take on society it's almost it's almost getting too easy for comedians at this point where eventually someone's gonna wise up a little bit like like the you know um it's not brave anymore to say you're one of these quote unquote marginalized groups or say you support some, you know, lifestyle that doesn't seem to go with the norm. It's not brave anymore. If you, I mean, if you know, let's say something simple, if you just come out as gay, perhaps it's brave inside your family or maybe you're worried about how your parents would think about it. But as far as society goes, you know, someone being gay, like, you know, who fucking cares? It's not, you know. Well, the only thing I'll say is <laughs> I think in certain parts of the country it's maybe a little bit 
easier to come out. Like if you live in New York City, it's probably easier to come out there than it is in fucking Alabama. Uh, you know, maybe, but I mean, I don't, yeah, come on. I mean, how, I, I, how, I think I how often are you in Alabama? I mean, all these, you know, all the middle states get the bad rap of what we perceive can't be done there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's quite a number really? of gay people in everywhere but Los Angeles and New York. Yeah, I'm sure they're fucking. They, I'm sure they live in fear half the time, uh, depending on where they live. I don't know. That's... I'm exaggerating, man. But come on, you're acting like we don't know. There's like conservative South and conservative Midwest, and the opinions and you're ta- like fucking programming of people or reprogramming. Come on, these are real things, I, right? I I reprogramming like like to to. Fix the gay out of that? Yeah, like, you're, I'm going to make you not gay anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, of course there is that stuff, but. And it's prevalent and it's predominant in those states. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, there are still these old values. I Here's my that, that, here's my point. It's more it's more brave of Chappelle to talk about these people than it is for these people to come out you know, as they are. I don't know if I want to get on the same side as your take. Right. I don't know if I like it or not, but I'm not saying you're wrong. Because I just, it's, I'm, I'm trying to understand how you're measuring one against let's, the other. All right. Uh, let's think about, let's think about just the public, just, just, uh, entertainment, music, entertainment, social media. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you, if you do anything that is LGBTQ, you're a hero. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, just because you are yes, what you that's are. that's very true. Okay? That's true. So yeah. in these, in those four arenas, if you go against them in any way, the way Chappelle did, that's being brave. Because you can't... Yes, Taylor, I agree. Taylor Swift deciding that now she hates Trump, that's not brave. Everybody hates Trump. But we <laughs> pretend that Taylor Swift is brave because she hates Trump. She's not. She's just finally saying something because... Wait, who's pretending she's brave or who's saying she's brave? Is that the narrative? Everyone, I haven't been paying attention to Everyone says this kind of thing. Like, when, you know, like when uh, when basically when Deborah Messing and, and the other guy oh, are... Well, she has like her own fucking hotline or something but when that she opens up for people to call her. When they're calling out Trump donors and, you know, essentially starting a, a McCarthy blacklist in 2019, yeah. you know... You know, at that point, if you support Trump in Hollywood, that's brave. That would be very brave. Yeah, yeah that's what. Yeah, but that's why Scott Bayo is not working. <laughs> is that why? Well, I don't know. It could be that, and then maybe that lack of talent might be, you know, part of it. But I don't think the Trump angle helped him. If he was going to get like a late career, or you know, middle to late career John Travolta type role, like. uh Pulp Fiction, those chances were fucking shot after he supported <laughs> Trump. Can you picture him in a Tarantino movie? I would love to. I wonder if Tarantino would work with him. I don't. Uh, uh, Scott Bayo's a lightweight. Something tells me as as an actor gets older, even a Scott Bayo, they're they, they're they're wor- they're world weary. You know, they're worn. Like I. I feel like the acting chops have to just be a little bit better just by the nature of you've been on the earth for so long. That, that, that's my hot take. Okay. Even Scott Bayo, even Scott Bayo can put in a, a, a noteworthy performance. 
just because he's 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 got experience. Well, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that he's going to make the Tarantino's only got like one film left, he said. I yeah. don't think Scott Bayo is on the list. When I get to uh when I get to heaven, I'll, I'll ask God if if Scott Bayo had a chance in his later <laughs> career in an alternate if universe. If you or I made a movie, if if I ever get to write and direct my own movie, I will cast Scott Bayo. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Not bad, right? I just don't know what type of role it'll be. It, he's not going to be babysitting a bunch of kids. I can fucking tell you that. What? Just because he can't be he can't be trusted around them, apparently. Well, he's going to be typecast. Wasn't he a nanny in that Charles in Charge? Well, that's what I mean. That was my first joke, and my second joke oh. was about Nicole Eggert, obviously. Oh, yeah, that's we, right, Nicole Eggert. Yeah, I think we discussed that. We did uh, discuss this last season or last year yeah we did last season um last season i think this has all been one long season for like three years now we're still in season one when i post this on anchor i still put season one it's like this will be episode 56 that's good as soon as we, uh, as soon as we get to 365 episodes we'll call it season two yeah i have you locked into a 30-year contract i thought <laughs> So season one is in theory could be like four or five years. That's smart. That's a Hallie Roseman signing on your part. It, it is locking me it's up. The long term, it's like a fucking mortgage. <laughs> this contract. So, um, all right. Well, I think we've exhausted all of our topics for this. We week, have, and we ca- capped it off nicely with Chappelle. I like that. Um, but listen, good luck with you and your picks. We 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 got a couple. Uh, where we're opposed, and I like that. Um, but good luck to you for any money that you wager, and good luck to any of our, of our listeners. This is and please, Jeff. This is always oh, the best ahead. part of the week because all of our picks look really good. <laughs> they do. I feel really. I felt. I, I'm a little nervous because I felt this confident last Saturday <laughs> as well. <laughs> and that doesn't make me feel very good. <laughs> Why don't you sign us off, Johnny? Case, we say anything else? Do me a favor. Can you put a smile on your face? It's a god of the state of mind Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time Football kids and movies about crime It's a god of the state of mind